understand who you be and where you come from, see. Cause me, I come from a small neighborhood of South Central Yo. LA. I know I told y'all I'm coming back a week before that. I lied. I was wrong. I fucked up. I always fucked up. Y'all know I'm, I never do this shit when I say I'm going to do it. I'm going to try a lot more now. But whatever. We are back. New season. Got a new host. New energy popping off. We're doing new shit. We're going to have video. We're going to do all kind of shit. But first, I want to thank my former co-host, John, for starting this off, building this foundation with me. Like, if it wasn't for him, there would be no new season. There would be nothing. So I appreciate that, brother, so much. And now, I have to introduce you to my new co-host. My new co-host, D. This is my brother. This is a real friend of mine. Guys, I did not want to bring on someone that was just gay. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I I couldn't put on that phony shit. This is my actual homeboy. So I brought him on. So V, welcome to the Game Podcast. Thanks for having me. Yes, it is really an honor to be here. Oh, and guys, he is he has been on the podcast before. He was one of our first guests. I think he may have been our first guest. I think I was around the third, maybe fourth, yes. But yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but he's definitely been on before. He's told his whole story, but you're gonna hear more of that story now. I'm sorry, V. Go yeah, ahead. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm really happy to be here. I think this is a dope ass platform to kind of break down some of the social norms and homophobia, specifically in the black community, where the biggest that um, stigma of it kind of exists. I was a guest on the show um, towards the beginning, and. Um, yeah, back then I was just pretty much telling my story of uh, growing up in Chicago as a gay black male and um, being around a lot of hyper-masculinity and just trying to cope and survive and be here now. You know? Stop rubbing your legs. Oh, I'm sorry. No, See, look, I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here giving tips. They used to tell me shit. They're like, Joe, right, stop right. doing that. Stop doing this. Okay. But, you know, I'm a vet now. Yeah, you're a vet now. <laughs> and now we're here. That's right. Um, yeah. Um, hey, man. Now, tell the people what you're bringing, this, bringing to the table, because this is why I brought you on, man. Mm -hmm. I love your energy. I love your openness. I <laughs> love, like, man, the conversations that we have are so hilarious. <laughs> it's like, it, it makes sense. We have to do it. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely bringing an openness. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. I just think we're all human beings, and if we just do a little bit less of trying to accept each other's fake ass beings and just really accept each other for who they are, we can be uh we can move forward a little bit more uh, truthfully. So I don't have a problem with being a little bit more transparent. Um you all gonna know a lot more about me and my experience and um real life is funny. So I think um the storytelling of my voice is gonna be hilarious. So yeah, story time. So um, question, who is what, I see a picture in front of you, brother. Oh, it goes unsaid. We only got to talk about it. Oprah is definitely one of my idols. Uh, maybe one this day. This brother has a picture of Oprah on our set. Absolutely. Um, and you may see her feature herself in different outfits. Or different <laughs> How many pictures so, you got of her? Oh, <laughs> you don't want to know. It's a plethora. But, you know, it's just be, you know, she needs to be there. I think she needs to bless the set. I think we're destined for success as long as Oprah she is here. Jesus. 
um, as long as Oprah is here. So, um, Queen, thank you for being here. We appreciate your presence. Anointing. Yeah, we're, we're ready. Um, are we going to get to some of these subjects? Or yeah, okay, so look, so look, we, uh, we decided that, you know, we have to bring something new to this. We got to, you know, change this up. And me and John tried to start this. We just weren't really consistent with it. So my goal is to be more consistent with it. Um, segments, you know, different segments uh, for the show. I'm going to try out a couple mm-hmm. here and there. Whatever sticks, we keep going with. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, we, we're just going to, we're going to just kind of be um, a little bit more innovative. And in, oh, definitely interactive. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, well, as you see, we are doing now a YouTube series so you can catch the podcast on the same form that you've been catching it on, it being iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, I believe we're on Lipson and some other shit. Oh, right. we will, if we not, I think I just put us on Lipson. Look, I'm horrible with this. <laughs> but we're going to get it together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to, like I said, we're going to be more interactive. We're going to do, we're going to go live. Mm-hmm. And not ready to go live yet. We're trying to work out the kinks. One thing at a time. I'm already sweating, trying, you know. <laughs> Just do one thing oh, at a time, you know. Day one. Rome was building a day. It we're going to build this bitch. Faster than Rome, though. And, um, <laughs> so, yeah, interactive. Uh, I'm really excited about the visuals, YouTube, you know, series. Um, a lot of the things that we're talking about is very animated. So, I think it's going to give us an opportunity to kind of incorporate some things in the visuals of uh, what you may see on YouTube. Um, we do have... Uh, an email if you want to give us any style, you know, subject matters, me and the Complaints, gay homie, anything, anything, talk to us. Me and I mean, the gay always, homie at gmail.com. Yeah. Me and the gay homie at gmail. And you can also DM us like you have before. Right, right, right. But, you know, we want your honest opinion. We want to improve. Mm-hmm. We want to bring you the best us. We want to improve mm-hmm. the the reason why we have this show. Right. You know, we want to improve those relations and give us your... Give us some tips. Mm-hmm. Give us your your input so we can do what we got to do to make it happen. Um, oh, the other thing I want to do or do different polls on our Instagram. I was supposed to do it before. God, I suck. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do the polls and we're gonna discuss the polls. I'm. We're not just gonna do them on the Instagram uh, on our Instagram uh, page. I want to do it on my page as well mm-hmm. because my page is a lot different than our Instagram page. The, the, so our Instagram page will have has more women. It has more um, people from the LGBTQ community. Yeah. On my page, it's different than that. I think his page is a, <laughs> it, a lot more masculine. Um, sometimes and a little bit more Afrocentric. Uh, Afrocentric, masculine. Uh, a lot of people who aren't so who are. A few people that are a little close-minded at times. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying that, to reach. Yeah. Know? So let's yeah, put that poll out there. We want to, you know, gauge, you know, different views and different perceptions and perspectives. So yeah. yeah. You know, I hope someone can see these these segments and just be a little bit more encouraged to come outside. You know. Right. <laughs> what do we mean by that? We come. We mean come out the closet. Like just come out and be free. Uh, be who you want to be, date who you want to date. Like there's, you know, many people out there. It's a healthier. It's a very. It's a healthier yeah. living situation for you, man. It is, but the part that I hate about it, and that's even being within my own experience, 
when I came out, it was the I was less embarrassed less embarrassed about being out or coming out, and more embarrassed at the fact that everybody that I came out to was like. Oh, we knew. We've been waiting on you. So it's like... They were like, come outside. Come, out, come outside. And I'm like, God damn it, it's a lot brighter out here. Like, I, when you told me this, I'm like, oh, who the fuck were you fooling? Well, okay, so wait. <laughs> Joe, you knew I was gay right away, right? Absolutely. What was it? Was it a... Uh, <laughs> was it a hey, twinkle? Look, 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 look. Flip of the wrist. We talk like, about this stuff all the time. That's cool. Me <laughs> and D, just, we can look at each other and... There's certain things we do differently. Mm-hmm. Like, the first thing that pops out, and we talked about it, was if I have crumbs on my hands. <laughs> right, right, right. If right. I have crumbs on my hands, mm-hmm. I do the, I'm, I just wipe them off on my, on my pants leg or something, mm-hmm. on my shirt, just nasty. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm rarely grabbing a napkin. Right. You, on the other hand, will just kind of sprinkle the crumbs off your hand. Just in a in yeah, a very gotta, sprinkly free manner. Exactly, because I can't have it on myself. I know you just yeah. and <laughs> some of the little mannerisms. I know. And you know, it was when when something surprises you, <laughs> your first reaction is to, how can I explain this audio wise? <laughs> like it's like a oh, right, surprise, right. <laughs> and he goes and he puts his hands to his chest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I on the other hand would be like, "Oh shit!" He's like, "What is that?" And it's only because I guess I'm more comfortable around him at this point because there is this whole again facade that I put more 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 that I put on more so when I'm around like a lot of straight black dudes or you know even the person that I was in my uh, dec- early twenties and stuff. You got to understand, like, that was a whole different persona, like, every day practicing that. And so the moment that I was able to come out, it's still taken all these years to try to even be um, as comfortable as I can be. And it's not like I'm being fake or somebody else. It's that I realized throughout my life you have these different um, people in you, these these people, these different, like, so who I am with my homeboys is different than who I am with the gay ones or the ones I'm with my females or the ones that's even with my family. And, it's, and you know, it makes me wonder if I'm doing that to make them comfortable or myself. I don't know. So. Damn. I mean, well, you know what? Let's be honest. We all do it. Like, I definitely am not the uh, same person with my mama right, right. as I am with my homeboys or my cousins or anyone. Like, I, I have a different personality. And we just interact and discuss different things. That'll bring out a different, the different person in you too. Yeah, yeah. Like me and you may not talk about the same things as you and your gay friends. It just may, you just may not. You guys are going to the same places sometimes. Right. It, you have different experiences. And it makes you, and you're right. And then a lot of times in those worlds cross in uh, any type of way. It may not be unwarranted wanted but it can be uncomfortable like I know if I'm talking about gay shit with my you know gay homeboys and we talking about dicks and shit I'm you know me and Joe talked about this before like 
I can't even really use it anymore to make him more comfortable because I've pushed that boundary so much for him already. So now, but usually, if I'm in a regular space of like you know the whole boys are just kind of like I'm not going to talk about, it. and it's unfair because of course they're talking about their hoes all the time. And that's why but, I told you. That's yeah. why I always said like, yo, you had to sit here and listen to my stories over the weekend. I did this. <laughs> I did that. Mm-hmm. If I'm your yeah. homie, I can listen to it now. I am not going to act like I'm you just... You can relate. Like, no, it's not even just the relate part. It's the, you know, when I first start hearing the stories, even now, I'm still, you know, trying to yeah. not react like... <gasps> and, you know, like, I, I'm like, okay, ooh, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, get it in. Do your thing. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. So, so how much shit came out? <laughs> right. Some people are going to be totally yeah. in disagreement with it. But that's why we have this. Y'all because, not going to yeah. agree with everything I We're say. Not. I and I think it's going to bring up more conversations about hyper-masculinity and things like that. Because I definitely met people. And y'all think everybody gay. Gay, gay dudes think everybody gay. Especially in L.A. Like, you know. <laughs> like, I, I don't think. Every, yeah. I'm learning more in L.A. also about this. These people that we think are gay, they have a perspective too. Because they live their life and understand that they are being perceived as this soft person, this this gay acting person. They're not oblivious. And what I've been learning more recently is that there are just soft, straight men too. And I didn't know that that was something, you know. You didn't know that was something? I just... You, not to the no, degree like, of where I, you so soft that I think you gay, that, but you're still straight. You see, not to that degree, right, you know. To me, it, it's not even about that. It's really not even about the soft. Okay, example. We worked with this guy. And, I mean, from day one, I assumed he was gay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, I think I even asked a question about him being gay, like, as far as, like, like, if he has a dude, I don't know. I think I asked a question like that, and then someone's like, "Oh, he's not gay." I was like, "Huh?" huh? And then I think we—I mean, y'all, the brother was—I mean, his, from his walk to his talk, like it was very. I was surprised that he wasn't out. Right. And then a few months later, he was out. <laughs> he came outside. Mm-hmm. All right, and we, we were. And we you don't understand the happiness. That we have for him, mm-hmm. we personally were. And what made him, what helped, I feel, at least I think, what helped him come out was that he was working in a place that's weird as ours, where everybody is, where the gay people, where like, gay I'm people are not, right, where well, he's the minority, right. right? So it's like <laughs> you are surrounded by people living their lives to the fullest. It's really hard to not be your truest self around that type of group. And if society can be that group for everybody, then that's what we're trying to work towards. Man, you know? exactly. Uh, that is what we are trying to do. Yeah. Like, we want everybody that's what to encouraged him. That's what encouraged him to come out. He was, you know, he's younger, so he did it. You know? And the only reason there is a closet is because of this society making it difficult for people to be gay, especially for guys to be gay that aren't feminine, mm-hmm. that don't have, yeah. the, that, that don't walk a certain way or talk a certain way. They're yeah. just, you know, what is it? Um, I don't want to say regular dudes. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, cause that's, that doesn't sound right anymore. 
than the than what's so no, oh, there would be right. yeah what society would consider a typical mm-hmm. what most people would consider a typical heterosexual male they perceive they they perceive that we perceive that as you know if we see that person damn I sound so I'm trying to explain this well no, I, that that person if we see them as gay like that's one of the hardest pills to swallow because that means we we're looking at our homeboys. Our uncles, our dads, and we're like, anybody can be gay, right? Oh shit! And that's true, yes. And that's can. the truth. Anybody, <laughs> anybody can. can. Relax. Not, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? I'm, you know, and one of the things that you know, I think I spoke about the first time I interviewed with you all was how, you know, if I was to have a choice today, I would literally choose to be straight, and it's simply. Because I just think life would be easier. Controversy. And I know, I know, for me, I feel like life would be easier. And I kind of want that ideal child to be able to have a part of myself and the person that I'm in love with. Now, of course, you know, there's some ways to get around that being a gay couple, but y'all know what I mean. You know, like... They're going to go in on your ass. I know, it's kind of hard to have that child... Yeah, well, you can't really have that child have a piece of you and myself, and you know, that sort of, you know, you gotta go through other procedures. So, I kind of, I get what you're saying. Those are, that. you know, those are the main reasons why I kind of, okay, okay, and I'm still gonna have children. I still want children, but you know, we gotta go different ways about it. But question, yes. All right. Now that you, you know, you said that you would rather. All right, outside of having Wait, a child. Wait, before you oh, get no. to that, let me finish this. Because okay. I don't want to leave it at that. I think that that's what I'm leaving at. Because, yeah, in the bigger picture, that would make me, I feel like that would make me, uh, life would be easier. I understand. That's, what, that's why I wanted to ask the question. Yes. Because I want to make sure people get the point that you're trying to make with saying. Not that I, I want to be straight. But I'm saying, I'm just trying to say, you know, if you had a choice, yeah, you would want to be straight because it would be an easier life for you. Correct. Because of the society that we're in that makes it difficult. Correct, correct. I mean, and to be honest, the society we're in right now is so much more welcoming than what you could have been in 20, 30, 40 years ago. Or just what I was in when I was growing up. Like, even 10 years ago. Oh, being a gay kid in In high school, High Park, Chicago. I should even call it up the high school, damn. But yeah, (laughs) like... You said you was open? uh, Chicago... (laughs) And going to that, and I went to kind of like a hood ass school, and like it was, you know. What part of Chicago did you grow up in? Inglewood, Southside. Um, if anybody know about Little Port, within that area, that's like the project out there. Um, Chatham area, just everywhere in Chicago, but mostly Southside, and then yeah. Um, but what I was getting to was how I, you know, if I had the choice, I'd be straight for those reasons. However, I understand that this is the cards I was dealt, and knowing who I am today, of course, it makes sense for me to be everything other than what's regular. So that's fine. But <laughs> what I appreciate about being gay is that it allows me to have the opportunity to show people what gay looks like, who usually have only seen or have an idea of what one gay person looks like. So. Yeah, I know you kind of knew I was gay right away, but usually people don't know right away. And even if they know, they find out I'm not, and then they kind of are like taken aback by like, oh, you, 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 
you really cool or this, that, and the other as if I wasn't supposed to be because I was gay. And so what I appreciate about being gay is giving people a different insight, which is what this whole show is about, you know. Yeah, and we're going to bring on more guys who bring a different uh, bring a different look. Look, perspective, get. or idea, ideals, yeah. you know, just I showing mean, you something different because I think that's what the base of all this is, uh, the issue is. It's about ignorance. We, and, we work with yeah. another guy. I mean, both of us had no idea until he got comfortable. I won't say his name. Black dude, uh, buff dude, new. It's a buff dude that works at our job. Is that Jim Jones? <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, in our job or no? Like, in the company. In the company. In the okay. company. Black dude, mm-hmm. dark skinned guy, mm-hmm. in the other building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Black and gay. It doesn't matter anymore. Okay, but go ahead. What you <laughs> Anyway, he doesn't look gay at all. That, like, even when you have conversations with him, you don't think. You have no idea until it gets comfortable. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> until it gets a little comfortable. <laughs> then you're like, yeah. oh, I, I get it now. Right, right. But I, I see it now. But mm-hmm. that's, but we just want to give it, give the whole spectrum. Give it all a look. Yeah. So you can just get it, get over it and just people fucking live. Right. Look, there are gangbangers in these streets. I call them homo thugs. They are. <laughs> like we there are gangbangers in, in these streets that, like, dude, some of them are open about it. Like, yeah, I fuck dudes, whatever. Yeah. And then there are others who would call you a fag. And, man, I don't fuck with no fags. And then you catch them on the street. Mm-hmm. And they over there, yeah. not just fucking the dudes, but cuddling up with them. <laughs> For real. Look, man. No, it's some stories out there. And not just in jail. Mm-hmm. All right? Because uh, these people are born gay and they're trying to do something else. Like, y'all. Okay. Look, we, <laughs> are, we went far with come outside, but you know. I'm sorry, right. That's what he's we about. are going to have outside. fun with it. We not try, but we aren't going to be tearing people down. That's not what this is about. Exactly. I guess we will kind of tear them down a little bit. We're going to talk a little shit. I mean, so I guess that wouldn't be nice, but it's in love, it's okay. though, you know? I don't know about it's love. love. It is in love. For I me, mean, it okay, is. Because okay. I want you to come out and be happy. That's what I right. But if you're not, then that's fucked up. But it is what it is. Not for us, but for you. We want you to be happy. But I'm saying, we're fucked up. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, so we have another segment that we want to get to. A little backstory on that is, um, so D and I were both fat boys growing up. Absolutely. Um, yeah. When did, you, when did you lose your way? How old were you? I mean, it kind of was a process, but I lost the bulk of it when I was around, like, 23. Okay. I'm 30. <laughs> so, yeah. I lost my weight at the age of 25. Okay. So, right around the same time. How much was it for you? How much did yeah. I lose? Yeah. I was 290. I got down to 190 at the time. Damn, you lost 100 pounds at some point. Yeah. It was, like, a five-month period. In five months? Yo, and I didn't have, like, I was... Yeah, it was all like working out, lifting weights, running. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was in the way it fell off. Yeah, it was crazy. And it didn't even look bad. Like, I didn't look sick. Mm-hmm. I was you like, did it the right way. Yeah, I looked like at the time, I was like kind of ripped. Like, when it first happened. I know y'all looking down like, yo, you look worried. I'm working on my shit, fool. Don't trip. It's coming back, fool. But, all right. So, your process, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I, um, I um, again, like these little, I mean, 
I was fat all my life, and I just accept. I just thought I was going to be, you know, like that was going to be a thing. And then one day, I was on work when I was working nights in Chicago. They had this like charity event. We had to step up for kids, and I, I could, I could barely do it. And it was like old women, kids, just everybody. And that was when I had the epiphany. And I was like, damn, I need to do something. Because at the time, I was like twenty one. Actually, I was like twenty one. <laughs> and I was like, I had to do something. And then I had a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and uh, she was a runner and avid, you know, health person. And so she got, she started with me. She was walking with me, trotting, jogging, running, half marathon, full marathon. Like, I'm an extremist. I just, like, and, you know, I shouldn't have put all that on my knees at the time. But that's what happened. And so I ended up losing weight through running and then. It was in stages because I started incorporating diet after that, then weightlifting, and then here I am today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we both. So I lost seventy. Seventy is what I lost. Yeah. We both, we both went through it, man. And mm-hmm. we, we were fat kids or fat adolescents, so we, right. like, one thing we want to talk about. That's why we call this segment Fat Boy Chronicles because we have many fat boy moments now, right. and they're hilarious. <laughs> Like, It'll never shake you. It's going to be in you forever. Man, yeah. the fat boy shit that we do, like, D will get a cup of, what was it, a cup of milk? A cup uh, of almond milk? And just get a whole muffin. <laughs> get a whole muffin and just crumble it all in there. And just, because don't nobody know, like, what what are you trying to do when you dip in your cookies in milk? Or if you dip in, if you drink in milk or something after, you're trying to wash that taste, not wash it down, but you're trying to merge those, those, you know, those, those tastes together, yeah. but it's always more than a taste to me. It, it's about the consistency. So if you got your muffin in there with your milk, I know y'all think it's soggy, but don't let it sit, sit. Just perfect enough where you get that perfect median, median of when you first bit into that muffin and you just, you know, slurp that little sip of milk and that taste in your mouth that you've been chasing, that's it. But I got a constant bowl of it. Like, that's what it is. I'm telling you. Like, yeah, and condiments. I do love, I'm a condiment whore. I love condiments of all sorts. Um, I, I just can't eat anything dry. Hey, okay, but it goes deeper than that. Yeah, we had done, like, like, as a kid, I remember sneaking food into my room and eating in the closet so my mama didn't catch me. Because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't supposed to be up. I, was, I knew how to, like, open the refrigerator door a certain kind of way so it wouldn't make a noise. <laughs> well, so if... Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I thought I did, but my mind like I know every time you're going to get it. I'm just not getting up to do something about it. Yeah. But I mean, we have some real stories that we're gonna have those for you too. Yeah. And we still do. Eh, look, if I'm not on a diet, this fat boy chronicles every day. I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. But there. We got some shit, man. Like this, I, I make fun of D all the time because it's one. You know, you want to tell, tell that story, the bread story? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Bread story. I'm trying to think. Which one do I want to hear? The bread story or the one where your mama caught you? Oh, your auntie caught you. Oh, my God, mom. Yeah, me yeah. Utility room eating a hundred. <laughs> oh God, please, please, please discuss that. Well, um, I think I was around maybe six or seven, and um. I remember having on these silk black boxes. I remember that because they were my favorite boxes. And I came downstairs. Boy, had um, silk boxes at seven. Yes, I did. And um, 
Like we lived in one of those uh, town houses, house houses. With the Wait, body. I want you to picture this too. Yeah, give was, me a little imagery. Was right? fat. I was fat. Y'all. With was these a fat kid with black, pizza. with these silk boxes. Yeah. Did you have a shirt on? I know. I always I stayed <laughs> with a shirt. I was, See, that's I was what I know. When we was fat boys. Yeah. <laughs> never showed up. Never showed up. Never showed up. So yeah, uh, came down. I think I had a white beater and those black black silk checker boxers, and came downstairs and uh, <laughs> my godmom would sleep on the couch. So I tiptoe past her, you know, get to the kitchen refrigerator, and it's, you were so that that fucking refrigerator door peel sound that um I think that woke her, and so I took I went in the refrigerator and I couldn't find anything to eat, so I had, I made like a ketchup sandwich. What the fuck is that? Ooh, that shit makes you want to throw. Up. I know, like now it does, but at the time it should have been though. But yeah, so. I make a ketchup sandwich, and now she's waking up, and I can't, I don't know why I felt so, I felt embarrassed. I couldn't, like, walk past her to go back up to the room or anything. So, what I did, I took me and my ketchup sandwich into the utility room that was on the other side of the kitchen, away from her in the living room, and I'm waiting, I'm thinking she's just going to roll over or some shit. She gets up, and I hear the Sega Genesis comes on. She's about to play a whole, whole round of Street Fighter. Like, <laughs> She's going to hell in. And so I'm just like, uh, and I sit, I'm sitting there in the, and I'm in the deepest part of the utility room, like just eating my ketchup sandwich. And now I'm done. So what am I going to do? I'm just going to sit here. And I hear the game whoop, go on pause, right? And um, it was like, it was like Mike Myers coming. Like, is she coming? <laughs> oh, she, it's Tyler. And she, she walks towards it because she hears something. And she walks into the utility room, and then she walks, I'm like up under the stairs, like I'm so crooked, like very cradled in the back, just like hunched, and so she turns on the light, Dude, what, what, what are you doing? Uh, I just made, I didn't know what to say, I said I made it. <laughs> yeah, I was say, how do you explain this shit? She was like, she literally roared in laughter. Are you eating the ketchup? Why you? You could have just asked me for whatever. You had to eat a ketchup sandwich, and she, you know, rest her soul. She just passed away, but she, um, yeah, that was something she talked about. The day she died, she thought I was a, yeah. Hey, all right. So that's one of the stories. That's what we gonna bring you. We gonna bring that. Hey, yeah. all right. So we gotta roll, but we gonna talk about the rest of the stuff. We are really gonna get on our merch. You know, everybody who saw my sweatshirt, we're gonna have those. We're gonna um. Just put it out there and see who wants to order them, and we'll give it to you. But that's going to happen in the next few weeks. Uh, we're going to bring interviews, of course. Mm-hmm. We're getting some people, got some people on deck right now, and we just got to get it in. Mm-hmm. Um, look, this is our first This is our first one for the new the new host, yeah. new season. It's going to be some kinks, you know, trying to, please, trying to build. Yeah. Um, but please, if there's anything, anything that you want us to improve on that you think would be a good idea, send us, send it our way. Mm-hmm. We want to make this the best show possible. We want to take it to yeah. another level. And I'm confident that we will. So I want to thank you. D, D, do you have any more words? Um, no, just thanks for, having, uh, thanks for having me, welcoming onto the family. And like, uh, again, me and the gay homie at gmail.com where you want to send any of those Messages or me and the gay homie DM. Yeah, you can DM on Instagram. 
follow. Make your mama follow. Yeah, um, I don't know, your page, my page. Yeah, I'm follow everybody. I'm at Deodis Nick. And what you know I'm West LA Joe. You know what it is, fool. Mm-hmm. Slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, that's it, and we are done. See you next time. All right.